Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin is pinned below $20,000 as the macro climate stifles hope for a sustainable Bitcoin bull run. Quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Van Pop, Bitcoin is going so far so good, but needs continuation above $19,500. Then party time is on. Today can be important with Lagarde and Powell speaking. And this just in breaking news, the European Central Bank hikes interest rates by three quarters of a percent to one and a quarter percent. Also more breaking news, the mayor of Lugano, Switzerland, says we are are excited to follow El Salvador's amazing Bitcoin journey, making Bitcoin a legal tender. Let's freaking go. Also more breaking news, Singapore's largest bank, DBS, plans on expanding the Bitcoin services. Also in today's show, Bitcoin is a wild card set to outperform, according to Bloomberg analyst Mike McGlone, quoting him here, Bitcoin is a wild card that's more ripe to outperform when stocks bottom, but transitioning to be more like gold and bonds. It is typically a matter of time for the Fed funds gauge to flip towards cuts. And when it does, Bitcoin is poised to be a primary beneficiary. Also in today's show, Ethereum price could decouple from other cryptos post-merge, according to Chainalysis. That's right, quoting them here, Ether's price can decouple from other cryptos following the merge, as its staking rewards will make it similar to an instrument like a bond or a commodity would it carry premium. Also in today's show, the trader who called May 2021, Bitcoin collapse, says now is the time to flip bullish on BTC. Quoting him here, it may not be emotional, but now is the time to buy, not sell, on the basis of this model that has held up well for four years. Also in today's show, Bitcoin Wells and Bitcoin to Futures Exchanges and Classic Bottom Signal. You got to see this to believe it as well. Map shares here. Someone cashed out 5,000 BTC yesterday, making a whopping $95 million in profit. The original price of the acquisition was $698 for him, which is a 2,800% increase from the current price. What a guy. And as you can see here, that purchase was back in December of 2013. What a come up. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show hey what's good crypto fam this is first and foremost a video show so if you want the full premium experience visit our youtube channel at crypto news alerts.net again that's crypto news alerts Net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV, and welcome to podcast episode number 1041. Bitcoin crashed below 19,000 on September 6th, driving the price to its lowest level in 80 days. The movement not only completely erased the entirety of the 32% gains accrued from July until August 15th, it also wiped out $246 million worth of leverage long futures contracts. That's right, the Bitcoin price is down for the year, but it's important to compare its price action 
against other assets. Oil prices are currently down 23.5% since July, while Moderna is down 30.4% in the same period. Now, inflationary pressure and fear of global recession has driven investors away from riskier assets by seeking shelter and cash positions, mainly in the U.S. dollar itself. This protective moment has caused the U.S. Treasury's five-year yield to reach 3.38%, nearing its highest level in 15 years. And by demanding a loftier premium to hold government debt, investors are signaling a lack of confidence in the current inflation controls. Now let's discuss the bears overly optimistic. The open interest for September 9th options expiry is $410 million, but the actual figure will be lower since the bears became too overconfident. These traders were not expecting 18700 to hold because their bets targeted 18500 and below. So if the Bitcoin price remains below $20,000 here this morning, then only $13 million worth of these buy options will be available. The difference happens because the right to buy Bitcoin at 20000 is useless if Bitcoin trades below that level on expiry, which we're currently trading below. Now, the bears aim for 18000 to secure a $90 million profit. Now, for the four most likely scenarios based on the current price action, the number of options contracts available on September 9th for call and put instruments varies depending on the expiry price and the imbalance favoring each side constitutes the theoretical profit. Number one, between seventeen and $18,000, the bears completely dominate, profiting $130 million. Then we have between eighteen and 19000 The net result favors the bear instruments by $90 million. And between nineteen and 20000 we have 700 calls versus 1,900 puts. And the net results, the bear instruments by $50 million, while between twenty and 21000 there's 2,050 calls versus 2,200 puts. And the net result is balanced between the bulls and the bears. Now, also, the bulls have until September 9th to ease their pain, which is today. The clock is ticking. Bitcoin bulls need to push the price above 20000 today to avoid a potential $130 million loss. But on the other hand, the bears' best-case scenario requires a slight push below $18,000 to maximize their gains. The Bitcoin bulls just had almost a quarter billion dollars in leveraged long positions liquidated in two days, so they might have less margin required to drive the price higher. In other words, the bears have a head start to peg Bitcoin below 19000 ahead of the weekly options expiry. So there you have it. And more breaking news, the mayor of Lugano, Switzerland, says we are excited to follow El Salvador's amazing Bitcoin journey, Bitcoin game theory in full effect mass adoption. Let's go. And more breaking news, Singapore's largest bank, DBS, plans on expanding their Bitcoin services. Bring it. And before I break down next story of the day, Bitcoin is a wild card set to outperform, according to Bloomberg analyst Mike McGlone. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, most of the major cryptos are currently pumping back in the green. We got Bitcoin up over 2% for the day, maintaining just above 19,100 at the time of this recording. We have Ether in the forest screen, up over 7% trading back above $1,600. We also have Binance Coin breaking out as well as Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche, Luna Classic, XRP, and Cardano all breaking out and in the green. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Bloomberg analyst Mike McGlone has labeled Bitcoin a wild card, which is ripe to outperform once traditional stocks finally bottom out. In a Wednesday post on LinkedIn and Twitter, McGlone explained that while the U.S. Federal Reserve tightening will likely determine the direction of the stock market, Bitcoin remains a wild card that can buck the trend. Quoting him here, Bitcoin is a wild card that's more ripe to outperform when stocks bottom, but transitioning to be more like gold and bonds. And the commodity strategist shared more details in a Wednesday report, which noted that Bitcoin was primed to rebound strongly from the bear market despite a strong headwind 
towards high-risk assets, quitting him again here, is typically a matter of time for the Fed funds gauge to flip towards cuts. And when it does, Bitcoin is poised to be a primary beneficiary. And quoting McGlone here, macro and five charts, crude, commodities, stocks, bonds, Bitcoin, crude oil may be resuming an enduring bear market and refueling the T-bond bull. Federal Reserve tightening as global GDP turns negative may help transmorgify stocks to going down on bad news and up on good. And while it's not known exactly when the Fed's quantitative tightening will end, some economists predicted that the end point will begin at some point in 2023, according to a Bloomberg article published back in August. Now, quantitative tightening is a contradictionary monetary policy tool used by central banks to reduce the level of money supply and liquidity in an economy which can reduce spending across markets such as stocks. And despite Bloomberg's bullish take, other experts believe that Bitcoin and equity markets have actually become more correlated than before. And before I break down next story of the day, Ethereum price can decouple from other cryptos post-merge, according to Chainalysis. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap sitting at $979 billion with $74 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance at its lowest point in four years, now at 37.7% and dropping fast while the Ether dominance is back on the climb at 20.4%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Terra Classic leading the pack of 59% trading at 0.0005, followed by Terra Classic USD up 23% trading at 4.7 cents, followed by Helium up almost 20% trading at $5.04. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, Luna Classic leading the pack up 89.5%, followed by Tun up 24.3%, followed by Ravencoin up 23.9%, while most of the major altcoins are currently correcting and in the red. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, this Crypto Greed and Fear Index, shows we are currently rated a 20 in Extreme Fear, yesterday a 24, last week a 20, and last month a 42 in Fear. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Crypto analytics firm Chainalysis suggested that the price of Ethereum could decouple from other crypto assets post-merge with staking yields potentially driving strong institutional adoption. Now, the tentative release date for the merge is next week, September 13th, right around the corner. How many of you are bullish for the merge? Let me know in the comments below. In a Wednesday report, Chainalysis explained that the upcoming Ethereum upgrade would introduce institutional investors to staking yields similar to certain instruments such as bonds and commodities while also becoming much more eco-friendly. The report said that e-staking is expected to offer a 10 to 15% yield annually for stakers, therefore making ETH an enticing bond alternative for institutional investors, considering that treasury bond yields offer much less in comparison. Quoting the report here, Ethereum's price could decouple from other cryptocurrencies following the merge, as its staking rewards will make it similar to an instrument like a bond or a commodity with a carry premium. Now, according to Chainalysis data, the number of institutional ETH stakers, those with $1 million worth of ETH staked or more, has been steadily increasing from under 200 as of January 2021 to around 1,100 as of August this year. And the firm notes that if this number increases at a faster rate following the merge, this should confirm the hypothesis that institutional investors do indeed see Ethereum staking as a good yield generating strategy. How many of you are currently staking your Ether? Let me know in the comments below. The Chainalysis report also tips ETH to draw in more retail and institutional traders after the merge, as the forthcoming upgrade will make staking a much more attractive investment tool. Now, currently, 
Staked ETH is locked up in a smart contract that cannot be withdrawn from until the Shanghai upgrade comes around 6 to 12 months after the merge goes through. So do keep that in mind. And as such, the staked ETH market is currently illiquid, resulting in some staking service providers offering synthetic assets that represent the value of the staked Ether. The drawback, however, is that those synthetics don't always maintain a one-to-one peg. Now, the Shanghai upgrade will allow users to withdraw their staked Ether at will, providing more liquidity for stakers and making staking a more attractive proposition overall, according to the report. Now, another factor highlighted is that Ethereum's blockchain proof-of-stake transition will see its energy consumption requirements drop by as much as 99% following the upgrade, according to the Ethereum Foundation. Quoting them here, the switch to proof-of-stake will also make Ethereum more eco-friendly, which could make investors with sustainability commitments more comfortable with the asset. This especially applies to institutional investors. Now, Consensus, the firm behind the MetaMask wallet and founded by Ethereum co-founder Joseph Lubin, also published a similar report looking at the impact of the merge on institutions this week. The report echoes similar sentiments regarding ETH, staking rewards, and environmental sustainability attracting institutions, but also highlights the importance of a proof-of-stake Ethereum chain producing stronger security guarantees for institutional investors, along with ETH's potential to become a deflationary asset, quoting them here, reduce ETH issuance and increase burns will systematically reduce ETH's supply, putting deflationary pressure on ETH, thereby alleviating institutional concerns of token price dropping to zero and increasing likelihood of an increase in value. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the data regarding ETH and the merge in this report. And before I break down next story of the day, trader who called the May 2021 Bitcoin collapse says now is the time to flip bullish on the king crypto, as well as Bitcoin whales and Bitcoin to futures exchanges and classic bottom signal. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1300 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. And if you like receiving daily premium crypto news alerts every single day just like this make sure you're subscribed to the channel and hit that bell to turn on all notifications will smith that like button and drop a comment below it helps out tremendously with the youtube algorithm but all right now let's break down our next story of the day the digital asset analyst who called the may 2021 bitcoin collapse says the time is right to purchase the king crypto Right now, synonymous analyst Dave the Wave tells his 125,000 Twitter followers that Bitcoin is in a full test of its logarithmic growth curve model. Quoting him here, it may not be emotional, but now is the time to buy, not sell, on the basis of this model that has held up well for four years. And he shares these charts, which you can see right here on your screen. And with Bitcoin currently trading at around $19,000, the top-ranked crypto asset by market cap is down more than 4.4% in the past 24 hours and more than 6.2% in the past seven days. It also remains down more than 72% from its all-time high, around $69,000, which it hit last November. Now, Dave DeWave notes that his LGC model has stood the test of time thus far, quoting him here. For a model, the LGC channel has predicted beforehand a relatively narrow macro range within which price has actually ranged. Price has observed both the bottom and the top of this range and could have potentially invalidated a number of times. And the analyst also predicts that a logjam for Bitcoin will continue over the short term. He says a price move upwards could confirm a market bottom. Quoting him again here, shorter term, logjam continues. A move up would help confirm a bottom being put in. A move down still within 
the buy zone. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. Bitcoin whales are betting on a rebound as fresh data shows classic bottom behavior. According to on-chain analytics platform, CryptoQuant, large volume investors are moving coins to derivative exchanges in mass this month. That's right. As Bitcoin hit its lowest level since the end of June, whales were responding kind. In one of its quick take market updates posted on September 7th, CryptoQuant analysts flagged a marked uptick in the monthly average number of transactions made between spot exchanges and derivative platforms. And while he argued they're hedging their losses and transferring funds to use in future bets, quoting him here, a typical thing for local bottoms is a spike on exchanges to derivative exchanges flow mean. And guess what? That's happening right now. He began, the phenomenon was already in progress prior to the latest Bitcoin price dip. And on Ethereum, derivative exchanges were already seeing increased inflows in the run-up to the merge event set for next week. And as such, ETH markets are currently front-running Bitcoin by almost three months, explains the analyst. The assumption in this thesis is that whales will deposit Bitcoin on derivative exchanges to open futures long positions and to be able to protect their positions, forming a local bottom. The update concluded, important thing to notice, Ethereum is leading the market for all already 80 days, mainly driven by the merge hype. That hype will come to an end later this month, which could have a significant impact on the crypto market. This could heavily involve observations like this. Meanwhile, major cashing out continues. Separate observations for monitoring resource well map focus on a potential sale of 5,000 BTC, which had previously stayed dormant since Christmas of 2013. Talk about hollow gang. The move follows suspicions over several tranches of 5,000 BTC moving around the network after nine years of hibernation in recent weeks. Quoting well map here, someone cashed out 5,000 BTC yesterday, making a whopping $95 million in profit. Like, whoa, original price of acquisition was 698 bucks for him, which is a 2,800% increase from the current price. What a guy. And charts don't lie. As you can see here, someone literally purchased $698 worth of Bitcoin all the way back in December of 2013 and just literally cashed out for $95 million in profit. Not too shabby of an ROI. That's why we Bitcoin. Now, WellMap additionally reiterated key on-chain support levels in places based on large volume accumulation of the past. These take the form of $19,000, $16,000, and $13,000. As they share here, prime time for Bitcoin, the WellMap team wrote in comments as the June lows return, which you can see here in this chart. Now for an original quote I shared yesterday on crypto Twitter. Why Bitcoin? Because corrupt world leaders, governments, and banks are our oppressors, and the people in this matrix are way too soft. This is why Bitcoin, hard money, you can't what with. So there you have it. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode. Peza wrote, great show, JV. Much appreciated. The haters are coming out in force in this world because us hodlers are going the right way. It's weird. Instead of hating, why don't they just buy some Bitcoin and hodl? Maybe they're consumed by their hate. Good luck with that. Let's all use our haters for fuel and take their souls with our outstanding performance. Sage advice, fam. Preach. Our next featured comment comes from Justin C. Hoping today is my day for free BTC. The last couple of days in Bitcoin have been pretty volatile. Already Thursday, interested to see what happens today and Friday before we hit the weekend. Well, as always, I appreciate you tuning in. Much respect. And our third and final featured comment comes from Jeff Short and Sweet. Another day, another show to look forward to. 
Thanks, man. You're very welcome, fam. I've been doing this show literally every day for the past 1,041 days, and I'm not stopping anytime soon. So I appreciate your continued support. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop a comment right down below. And if you're not already subscribed to the channel, go ahead and do so now. Hit that bell, turn on all notifications. Will Smith, that like button, drop a comment below. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.